All right, one love. Hi. We have 19 kids back there that we are going to introduce. Unleash is a better word, Tanya. Thank you. Um, we're going to introduce them. You guys have a job to do, though. We're going to play some music. We're going to introduce them. Kind of make this kind of like a basketball game. You know, they introduce them. We're going to form tunnels. So if you're on an aisle seat, we're doing tunnels. You hold the baby, pass it to the left. We're doing tunnels. And squeeze it. Is there some, see, there's some that don't have tunnels, but there's some people are saying. So grab a friend and say, hey, friend, help me make a tunnel. So we're going to make two, two tunnels. They're going to alternate. You put your hands up. Oh, scream. Woo, you're awesome. We're going to do that, okay? And then we're going to just have a great time. It's all about kids. Last time you were here, we had Victor, who did, or Ranger Vic, who did magic. I don't do magic. So I just have, they give me a microphone and say some funny stuff. I hope I say something funny. But if I don't, just laugh anyways and make me feel good. So let's get started. Go ahead and play music, Sarah. Tunnels. Tunnels. Stand. Everyone's coming. You've made tunnels before? Oh yeah, turn up. Alright, coming up first. Jackson Penn. We asked him how tall he was. He said, I'm big. Give us a cheer, real quick. Go, strike a pose, hit it, boom! All right, come out next, Olivia Libby Burkett. And she's out there somewhere, and I think she's coming up with her mom. Her name is Lucy. Where is she? Where are you, Lucy? Lucy, there she is! Lucy, 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 Lucy! She said, I like Batman. I like Batman too, we got things to come. Alright, coming out next is Caitlin Katie Miner! Oh yeah! With hustle, I like it! Alright, coming up next is Amy Roxy Bates! 
All right. And next, I believe this is her sister. She likes non-alcoholic pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. This is Kaylee Bates. We are running out of room, and I like it. All right. Next up, she likes princesses. Her name is Audrey Penn. next. Where is she? It's Lauren Burkhead. Come on down. You are the next contestant on The Price is Right. All right. One word to describe himself. He said lazy. And I believe him. It is Brandon Purdue. Who are you going to call Brandon Purdue? Look at that shirt. Alright, coming in, six foot three, 275 pounds, Trey Cato! You ain't six foot three. Alright, coming up next, one word to describe himself, blue shirt, golf shoes, Logan Smith! All right, and coming up next, the big man, Tucker Smith. And last, but definitely not least, we know him. Well, I would like it if his last name was Blaine, because then he'd be Zane Blaine, but he's not. So we're going to just call him Zane Cato. Give it up for all the kids. If you're not here, raise your hand. Classic Emily. <laughs> At least it wasn't a baby. <laughs> Seats. The floor is a great seat when there's no seats left. Floor, floor, hit the floor. Oh look, who are those kids? You guys look way better than those kids. All right, so I I am not Bill Cosby. I mean, you saw him earlier, uh, but we are going to do a little kid say. So, we don't really know how this is going to go, and we don't have a sensor button, so... Alright. First question, and I'm just going to pick it random. And it might be you. Alright. Alright. Clearly you want to go first. Hey. Tucker. What's going on, man? Can you tell me the story? Of Adam and Eve? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how I read the Bible, too. What about you? I mostly 
I heard of the most of legends of Adam and Eve <laughs> that snakes did not use those crawl on their bellies back then. That's correct. <laughs> they had legs. Yep, and then when I, then the snake tried to trick Adam and Eve of the forbidden fruit. Mm -hmm. What was the forbidden fruit? Uh, the, the fruit that God told them not to eat. Was it like a banana or an apple? No, it's the forbidden fruit! Nobody has any idea! My bad, just trying to get specifics. Ow, please stop hitting me! And then the snake tripped them to eat them. The snake said, The fruit will make you lies. <laughs> this is true. And then how did it end? The, uh, Eve ate the fruit. Eve gave the fruit to Adam. Yep, good good context clues. <laughs> then they both ate it. Then they noticed that they were naked. Yep, the end. <laughs> Great story, everyone. That was word for word. He's good. All right, next question. What happened? Boy. Is this TV working? It is. It just switched. It's really quick. What happens to a cut when it heals? <laughs> I think we'll take that as a pass. <laughs> Trey, what happens to a cut when it heals? Um, you get a guy. Yeah, I think that was get a scar. Good job. All right, Jackson, coming to you. What's the best way to eat a hot dog? Um, turn it around. Turn it around. Beautiful. That's just that's a smart kid. All right. Who was George Washington's wife? I don't want to say anything. <laughs> Brandon, do you know who George Washington's wife was? I don't want to answer. Nobody, who wants to answer? Who, raise your hand if you want to answer a question. Zane? You already answered one. We got a great answer for you. Zane, come here. Uh, there's two, I'm going to hurt somebody if I walk through there. Who was George Washington's wife? I don't know. Great answer. I've made it 25 years on that answer, Zane. I know the answer. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> when God punished Eve, what did he make her become? Um, it was a bog. <laughs> exactly. That's all I got. Oh, man, this is a good one. Jaden. How old is your father? Uh, 38. I think that's accurate. Next question. How old is your mother? 32. Great answer. Who else? How old are your parents? 
old's your dad? I'm 39. All right. How old is your mom? Um, 53. Next question. How old is your mom? Say 25. 25. Great answer. Who wants this one? Audrey. How are you, Audrey? Good. How strong are you? I don't know. Can you show us your muscles? No. Okay. Come here, Brandon. Brandon. When is it okay to kiss someone? Don't say now. <laughs> look, look right at your dad. I know he's told you this before. It, see? When is it okay, Brandon? Um, when you're on a date. The, this is a good answer. What are some clues that this person might want to kiss you. <laughs> Maybe arm around the shoulders. Staring right at you. Trying to look into your eyes. Wearing a one love belt. No, I'm just kidding. Ooh. Zach. Caught you off guard, didn't I? Should a man date an older or a younger woman? Younger. Good call. <laughs> Anybody have a joke? Yes. I'm not surprised. All right, come here. What's your joke? What do you call a duck in a tuxedo? I don't know. What do you call a duck in a tuxedo? A duxedo. That's a good one. Jay, you have a joke? Zane, anybody else? Grace, do you have a joke? Um, how was oh? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best joke. Give it up for all the kids, everyone. Stand up. Take a bow or a curtsy. Now find your keeper. Go back to her. Thank you, guys. Thank you, kids. It's all about the kids, right? One more round of applause for the kids. Give it up for Sam. I think some week we should just hear Sam preach. That could get interesting. In Psalm, if you don't have your Bibles, you can check out these screens to my left or my right. But in Psalms, we hear a pretty good scripture that tells us a lot about the importance of our children. It says this, don't you see... That children are God's best gift. 
The fruit of the womb, his generous legacy. Like a warrior's fistful of arrows are the children of a vigorous youth. Oh, how blessed are you parents with your quivers full of children. We, let me tell you something. If you go right now, you can go to Google, you can go to Yahoo, you can go to Bing, Bing if you would like to, and search what does the Bible say about children. You're going to get pages and pages of scripture because one of the awesome blessings that we get to bestow as parents are children. And, and for some of us, your children come to you in many different ways. Uh, I not only have a son by natural birth, which was the red-headed kid that you got to see up here, but I also got to adopt a son who is hiding, <laughs> hiding right back there. <clears throat> and, and so I've gotten to see it from, from both ends of, of what, how a lot of people get uh, to, but some of us marry into children, and your, your numbers are added in that way. No matter how your children come, I'll tell you this, they're going to give you headaches, Right? <laughs> They're going to give you burdens. They're going to give you problems. Things are going to pop up. You know, there are going to be situations where you look at your kids and you say to them, how come you're not more like me and less like your mother? Did I, say, I said that the opposite. How come you're... No, listen. My point is this. God has given us all, for those of us who have the privilege of having children, God has given us all this amazing gift. But here's the truth. If you're a part of One Love Church, even if you don't have children, guess what? You're a mom or you're a dad. Because a lot of you have made commitments to help the parents here bring up their children in the Word and in the Scriptures and to bring up their children the right way. Look, I grew up down south, right? I lived in Houston, Texas and Jonesboro, Louisiana. Some of y'all... Couldn't even point out Jonesboro, Louisiana on a map. I'm not even sure I remember where it's at. But here's the point. When I would go outside and get in trouble, do you know who would whip me? Everybody. Right? You would go from house to house, and they would whip you as you walked home. And then by the time you got home, your butt was raw, and it didn't matter because then it was dad's turn, right? Hopefully mom's turn because that didn't hurt quite as. But dad would just wear you out. Here in the church, it's kind of a southern truth that we believe the scripture teaches us is this. It's not just mom and dad's responsibility to help raise the children, but we want to be there with you, right? We want to be there with you in your walk when you need things, when you desire things, when you're looking for advice, and for a lot of us, when you just need a shoulder to cry on for a second. We want to be there in that walk with you. Today, we make a commitment to two families on baby dedication day. And I want to clue you in on something just real quick that if you're a guest here and you haven't been here for a baby dedication, I have a, a, a string of about 10 baby dedications in a row where I have made the babies cry. We're going to go for 12 here today. <laughs> so here's what I'd like you to do. If you have your Bibles, open them up for me. If you haven't been to a baby dedication here at One Love Church, let me tell you, it's really easy. We're going to read some scripture together. We're going to invite those parents to come up here with their children. We're going to ask you to make a commitment today to those children. And we're going to ask those parents to make a commitment to you and to their children. And at the end of it, we're all going to pray over those two families and hope that God continues to bless them abundantly. You ready for this? You ready for this? 
All right. All right, one love. This is a fun service. You ready for this? Yeah. There we go. Deuteronomy chapter 6, starting in verse 4, says this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength. How many of you have heard that scripture before? Most of us, right? But here's the part. We kind of stop there, and we're like, oh, that was a good one. Print a t-shirt, put it on my Facebook or something. That was a great scripture. But here's what it says from there. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your heart. What's next? Impress them on your children. Love the Lord your God with all your with all your and with all your Most of us have that memorized. Most of us can quote that. How many of you knew that the very next command of God said, don't only impress them on your heart, but impress them into your children? Here's what it continues to say. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk on the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Psalm chapter 78 says this, Listen, dear friends, to God's truth. Bend your ears to what I tell you. I'm chewing on the morsel of a proverb, and I'll let you in on the sweet old truth. Stories we heard from who? Our fathers. Counsel we learned where? At our mother's knee. We're not keeping this to ourselves. We're passing it along to who? The next generation. God's fame and fortune, the marvelous things he has done. He planted a witness in Jacob and set his word firmly in Israel. Then commanded our parents to teach it to their children so the next generation would know and all the generations to come. Know the truth and tell the stories so their children can do what? Trust God. Never forget the works of God, but keep his commands to the letter. Heaven forbid that they ever become like us. Bullheaded and bad, a fickle and faithless bunch who never stayed true to God. Who's he talking about right here? He's talking about the Israelites and the continuous battle between do we trust God or not trust God. And what he's teaching them is this. Listen, you've got to teach your children what you had passed down to you from your mother and father. Embed it in them. Install it in them. So that when they face the troubles that you faced, they don't run like you ran. But they trust in God and what God can do. Wouldn't that be amazing if our children could grow up in that way? This is the commitment that we're going to make today to these two pretty incredible families. I want to introduce them to you first. I'm going to introduce the children. And then we will... Uh, also welcome their carriers for the day. So if Matthew would come up. Uh-oh, we're going to go get Matthew. There he is. Come on up, guys. This is Matthew Luke. And Matthew Luke's handlers for the day, Mark and Kara. And their photographer, Tanya Perdue. Let's get one right now. 
It's a video. Oh, it's recording? No, I don't know. So I don't have to do a still? No, it should be recording. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Now, we would also like to introduce Jackson Andrew with his handler, or Zer, where handlers. Where's the, oh, there she is. Zach and Janelle, and of course, our very first baby dedication at One Love Church, Grace. Come on, guys. Why don't you guys come on over here? Don't they look good? Matthew came out ready to play football, I'm telling you. He was ready to go. You ready, Jackson? The only baby in this church that will smile at you. You're the one who could break the curse. Here we go. God gives clear commands to parents to pass on their faith to their children. The church is your faith family that will walk alongside you with love, support, and prayer in this endeavor. We do this by promising to equip you as parents for this task, by providing solid, biblically-based, I always get that, developmentally appropriate programs, Come on, guys, that was pretty good. For you and your children to learn and by giving you opportunities with and in the family of God to worship, to study, to fellowship, to perform outreach service, and to witness as a family unit in the larger community of faith setting. We want to be the best friend a parent can have as they seek to pass on their faith to their children, and we want to make ourselves available to you and your family. I'm going to step down here now as you make this further commitment. Parents, would you please answer with, I will. Do you confess your faith and commitment to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Do you acknowledge that your child is a gift and a trust from God and that you are responsible to God for his or her Christian nurture? Will you pray for your child's salvation and teach your child the way of salvation through faith in Jesus Christ? Since your child will learn by both your word and example, will you set a godly example in prayer, Bible reading, church attendance, giving, and serving others in your church home? Do you at this present time present your child before God, saying that whatever God might want your child to do or be, you are willing to release him to his perfect plan? All right. Dedication is a serious public declaration of your intent. You want me to hold you? All right. <laughs> of your intent to commit to obey God's word and pass on your faith to the next generation. At the same time, it's also an affirmation that you're not alone in this awesome task. The body of Christ is standing with you. Church body, stand with me. Church, are you willing to take on the responsibility to love, care, and support these parents as they work to pass on their faith to their children, promising to love them, equip them, pray for and with them, supporting by example and involvement in their lives as they work toward this end? If you agree to that, will you say, I will? Matthew got started early. I haven't even grabbed him yet. Here we go. Hey, that's all right. This shirt looks like puke already. What do you look at this? What just happened? Oh no, it didn't work. 
All right, church, we're going to pray for Matthew, we're going to pray for Mark, and we're going to pray for Kara. And we're going to, am I going to kill him? Is he dying? Come on, what's going on, buddy? Come on, you got this? You got this? Look at that. Look at that. All right. Reach your hand forward to Mark and Kara as we pray for them. Father God, we are so grateful and thankful in this amazing moment, God. For Matthew, who I am torturing to death right now, Father, we just pray for him, and God, that we as a church can uplift Mark and Kara. Father, that we can help to raise Matthew in a way that you would see fit. Father, we pray your blessings upon them. God, we pray that you would hold them and equip them as parents. God, we love them and adore them. In Jesus' name, amen. Dude, I'm done. I am done. All right. My man. Yeah. What's up, dude? What's up? You want to say hi to everybody? All right, we're going to pray until because <laughs> he ain't crying right now. Reach your hands forward, would you? Father God, we are so grateful and thankful for this dude. We're so grateful and thank you. Th thankful, Father, that Jackson has come into this world. And God, we just pray, Father, that you would help us help Zach and Janelle. That, Father, you would encourage them. That, Father, you would bless them abundantly. And that, God, you would lift up their family to continue to be an amazing family for you. God, we pray as a church body for amazing health for both of the boys up here, for Matthew and for Jackson. God, we just pray for amazing and abundant blessings on their lives. We love you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dude, you did it! Yes. And look, see, I needed the trick potion over there. There you go, man. There you go. Look, I still got that too. Okay, I'm just going to hold it. Church family, you have just made an amazing commitment to these two families. And here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Don't forget it. Don't let it go. Don't fall on the laziness of Brandon Purdue. But understand this, that at some point in their walk, God's going to call you to do something monumental in their lives. And to you, it might not be a big deal. But we all know this. Little deals, to some people, are great big deals. And all that God asks you to do is be available when he calls you to move. Amen? All right, let's give these two families a hand as they head back down. Oh, wait. I always forget the best part. We got gifts for you. Look at that. Matthew. Here, I'll give it to Mom. There we go. And for Jackson, there you go. All right, now you can give him a hand. Now you can give him a hand. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. You can have a seat. But these family services are some of my favorite I still have the binky on my finger. Do you need the binky back? Say what's up.
These family services are some of our favorite services for one reason. You know what that reason is? Say, because we get to chill in church with our kids. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> but that's why. Because I, I think too often it becomes so easy for us to come into this place and to say that we're a body of believers, but the first thing we do is take our kids back to their own class. So I really, okay, Grace, I'm gone. <laughs> so I really like the fact that one uh, week every quarter, we bring them all in together and we have church together. You can't go out that door. So let's stand and pray because if we don't, Grace is going to run us all out of here. <laughs> Father God, thank you. Thank you for this church that you've given us. God, thank you for all of those that you have sent today to worship with us and to be with us. God, thank you for the opportunity to make a commitment to two amazing families that, Father, we will stand there as they walk on this journey. That, God, we want to be there with them and to do it together. Father, we thank you so much for the blessings that you give us. We thank you for days like yesterday where we're able to go out in the community and to work and to serve and do some amazing things. Father God, we thank you most of all for being our God, for being our Savior, for being our Lord, for being the one who gives us mercy and shows us kindness and has demonstrated love to us in a way that we will never be able to grasp or understand. And God, we count down the moments until we can be with you face to face in our heavenly place. We we love you. We worship you. We thank you. May you receive all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you, and we'll see you next week.